This week's episode is dedicated to Terry Funk and Bray White. Thank you both very much for your contributions in the wrestling world. We love you and thank you. This is Big F for Joe and you're listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Podcast. Without Memphis, there would be no hardcore and obviously we all know where that leads. Live your best life, die your best death. This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com. The only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back. Grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world and why am I? Watched you. 
Again, wrestling fans, and welcome to the studios of the old bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling related podcast. We are, as always, the Memphis Content Wrestling Cast. I am your host, Mr. Luke Jennings, hoping the podcast finds you well. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MemphisCast and hit the subscribe button here on our home, the place to be wrestling network, home of great shows such as Wrestling's Chicken Salad, NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's Main Event, Nation Invasion, Highway to the Impact Zone, The Monday Night Project and many, many other great shows brought to you on a near daily basis. You can find the network on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling and don't forget to follow our sister network, the North-South Connection, again available on all good podcast suppliers. They bring you such great shows such as New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, A La Carte with Keithy, Extreme Freeway Dance, and many, many other great shows. You can find them on the uh, Twitter, at No So Pod Network. Uh, when you're out and about on the internet, please do not forget to visit whenitwascool.com for podcasts, articles, and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, and much more. YouTube.com forward slash at MemphisCast gets you various videos that are around there from us. This week we are covering the 20th of August to the 3rd of September 1983. Last week we covered the 30th of July to the 13th of August where we saw turns, battles, rock and roll, fabs. We saw Stan Hansen as well as a few other uh, promo. We saw Bobby we saw, was it two? No, that was the week before we saw um, 
Andy Kaufman with some tips. We saw Jimmy Hart. We saw uh, quite a few clips of things happening around the rest of uh, Memphis. I think after this week, we will be covering... Um, our shows will be longer. Um, I'm now currently downloading them for the next, the next three weeks, and they're each over a gig. So I'm guessing they're going to be full shows. So that'll be fun to get back to those. But before we head down to ringside to see what we've got, let's see what's been happening around the rest of the wrestling world this last past week. On the 14th of August, Georgia Championship Wrestling held a show at the Omni in Atlanta where they saw Buzz Sawyer defeating Dick Slater by disqualification. Pez Watley defeated Kabuki. The NWA Tag Team Champions Jack and Jerry Briscoe defeated the Road Warriors. In a handcuffed match, Tommy Rich pinned Bill Irwin. Mr. Wrestling 2 defeated... Sorry, Mr. Wrestling 2 battled Larry Zabisco to a double disqualification. And Bruno San Martino Jr. defeated Bob Roop, also on the 14th in Orlando, Florida. NWA World Champion Harley Race defeated Dusty Rhodes, baby. On the 15th of August in Memphis, Tennessee, here in the Mid-South Coliseum, 6,900 witnessed the Dream Machine, Porkchop Cash, uh, Galaxian 1, and the Prince of Darkness drawing with Tom Pritchard, the Jaguar, Tommy, and Eddie Gilbert. Adrian Street defeated Don Anderson. US Junior Heavyweight Champion Tommy Rogers defeated Frankie Lane. Buddy Landell defeated Dutch Mantel. Buddy Landell defeated Dutch Mantel to win the Mid-America title. Bobby Eaton, Stagger Lee and Terry Taylor defeated the Moondogs and Jimmy Hart. Steve Kern defeated Jerry Blackwell. The Rock and Roll Express beat the Southern Tag Team Champions the Grapplers via disqualification. Ken Patera defeated Jerry Lawler to win the CWA International title. And the Assassins defeated Jerry Lawler and Austin Idol to win the CWA Tag Team Champions titles. Also on the 15th. Mr. Olympia defeated Man and Mountain Harris to win the Alabama title, Birmingham, Alabama. Also on this day in the auditorium down there in West Palm Beach, Florida, NWA World Champion Harley Race defeated Dusty Rhodes by disqualification. On the 16th in Florida, Dusty Rhodes defeated NWA World Champion Harley Race by disqualification. On the 17th, uh, Harley Race defeated Mike Graham in Sunshine, Florida. On the 18th in Jacksonville, Florida, Harley Race defeated Dusty Rhodes. And then on this day, on the 20th, in Sarasota, Florida, at the Robarts Arena, NWA World Champion Harley Race defeated Barry Windham to win... Sorry, Barry Windham by disqualification. And finally, in San Antonio, Texas, Dick Murdoch defeats Adrian Adonis to win the undisputed Southwest World title. The belt is held up. Then later... It was announced that Scott Casey had won a phantom match in St. Louis over Dick Murdoch for the title. Soon after, the championship was dropped. So we'll continue uh, with this in a little bit. But without further ado, let's head down to ringside to see what we've got on this week's first part of the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 121 of the Memphis Content Wrestling Cast. Please enjoy. Well, 
Now, here come the opponents for Stagger Lee, Terry Taylor, and Bobby Eaton here. Here's Jimmy Hart. <laughs> you know, I hear a lot of talk out here going on, but let me just say something. You know, week after week, month after month, year out of year, every time I come by here, Pat Hutchison and Jesse Owens over here, they come to me every week, and they go, Jimmy Hart, please let us in the first family. We'll do anything to be in the first family of professional wrestling. So today, I, you know, I went to Jimmy, and I said, Jimmy Cornette, you're the vice president of the first family. I said, do you want to give these guys a chance and tell them what you told me? Let me tell you something, Dave Brown, these men are pumped up psychologically, physically. I've been talking to them. I think they're ready to do something major in the world of professional wrestling. We're going to give them the chance right here today to do it. Because we put them in there with the family's best, the Rebel, baby. Come on, guys. You want a chance? You've got your chance. You want to be in the family, Pat? This is it, baby. They're gonna make. They're gonna make me proud of them. Pat Hutchinson and Jesse Owens, newest members of the first family, according to Hart and Cornette, in this six-man tag team match. And introducing uh, the total weight of 643 pounds, I beg your pardon, 844 pounds, from Mississippi, the Giant Rebel, from Memphis, Tennessee, Pat Hutchinson and Jesse Owens, going against them at a total of 643 pounds. From Huntsville, Alabama, Bobby Eaton. From Parts Unknown, Stagger Lee. And from Barrow Beach, Florida, Terry Taylor. One fall, ten... The Bellas Ring, and we are underway. Legend six-man tag. Jesse Owens, Pat Hutchinson, and the Giant Rebel going up against Terry Taylor, Bobby Eaton, and Stagger Lee. Terry Taylor starting off his team. Red Trunks, Red Boots going up against Jesse Owens. Black and yellow tights, yellow boots. Tag into Stagger Lee. Stagger Lee. Oh, beautiful drop kick off the Irish whip there. Red mask, red tights, white boots, tags in Bobby Eaton, lavender tights, white boots, big back elbow to Jesse Owens. Oh, and a jumping elbow by Staggerly. Jesse, uh, Jerry Calhoun's our referee. Jimmy Hart and Jerry, uh, Jim Cornette, Jerry, Jimmy Hart and Jim Cornette are outside, managing their uh, men. Bobby Eaton trying to pick up Jesse Owens, but Jesse Owens is uh, taking a beating. Staggerly, and now from Bobby Bobby he turns him over, just gives him a kick. Tags in Terry Taylor. Jesse Owens is okay, I think. He's just a bit uh, look silly. Terry Taylor picks up. Just no, Jesse Owens is down. Jesse Owens just collapses. Tags in the giant rubble. Giant rebel in in his uh, grey pajama bottoms, black boots. Terry Taylor comes off the ropes. Oh, shoulder tackle by the rebel takes him down. Big right hand by the rebel, and again, clubber and time, baby, to the front now. Rebel picks him up, slams him down. Goes to drop a, oh, drops a leg. Pat Hutchinson now in black trunks, white boots. Oh, went to drop an elbow, but Terry Taylor moved. Terry Taylor picks up Hutchinson, right hand, right hand. Irish whip now. Oh, forearm smash, I think. Terry Taylor now tags in Bobby. Oh, beautiful pass down there by Bobby. Bobby Eaton's an illegal man now. Looks like Pat Hutchinson's. Being left, no, it's now three or two. The giant rebel is left. Oh, Bobby Eaton catches. Oh, Bobby Eaton catches Patterson off the ropes. One, two, three. Staggerly comes off the second rope with a forearm smash. Your winners, Terry Taylor, Bobby Eaton, and Staggerly. Bobby Eaton, Terry Taylor, and Staggerly just went to work 
on what they perceived as uh, the weakest links in the team, and apparently Hart and Coronet must have felt the same way because the giant rebel went in there, and rather than stay and try to help his partners out, he came over and said, I don't think they're going to make it in the first family. I'm leaving, and Hart and Coronet agreed with him and left with him. So they left Hutchinson and uh, Jesse Owens to fend for themselves. Hutchinson gets pinned in there, and uh, so the win in the match is going to go to Terry Taylor, Bobby Eaton, and Stagger Lee. The time on it, 2 minutes, 21 seconds. 2.21, and again the win for Terry Taylor, Bobby Eaton, and Stagger Lee. Match occurred in uh, Memphis, Tennessee at the Memphis Mid-South Coliseum uh, with the international heavyweight title on the line. Jerry Lawler going against Ken Patera, the international title at stake, and here are the results of that match in Memphis. So now seeing footage from the Memphis Coliseum. I don't know if Lance Stance hasn't been here for a while, though. I guess he may have been ill or something. We're seeing footage of Ken Patera Black singlet black and red boots Jerry Lawler wearing uh, lavender and light blue singlet white boots hip tosses Kempitera out the corner we now clip Jerry Calhoun's on the outside for some reason so I'm not entirely sure what these rules are but Jerry Lawler's international title is up for grabs well we know it's because we read the results earlier Jerry Lawler came into this event uh, a tag champion an international champion I think he had another you think he's got the AWA Southern Heavyweight title as well he comes in with numerous belts, but leaves with just one. Kimpatera now with Lawler outside. Oh, rams Lawler into the ring post, and the ring visibly, visibly moved. Now clip again. Oh, both men hit each other with right hands. Kimpatera, oh, if no, no, one, no, Kimpatera's in the ropes. Referees on the outside counting. I'm not entirely sure why the referees on the outside. There must be some sort of special uh, matchup. Jimmy Arts on the outside managing Kim Patera. Both men now back up to their feet. Just oh, Ryan ducks by Lawler, but he hits one of his own. Patera's on his knee. Patera's on his knee. What oh, again with the right hand by Jerry. Oh, Patera down like a big, big redwood. Lola now ramming Patera headfirst into the top turnbuckle. Counted with it about ten times. And Patera hits the camera. Randy Hales on the call here. Lola now picks up Patera. Oh, low blow by the Olympian. That's not very uh, amateur, is it? And clip forward again. Patera has Lawler, rams him ten times into the top turnbuckle. Now Patera sending Lawler into the turnbuckle. Again and again and again. But Lawler blocks it that time. Lawler blocks the last one. Elbow, the strap is down, the strap is down. Bigger right by Lawler. And again, and again, and again. Holy moly, Jerry Lawler absolutely pummeling Patera now with left and right. To the head, to the face, to the torso, to anything. Patera's down, Patera's down. Crowd going absolutely banana here. Oh. Jimmy Hart trying to get his man to get up. Jerry Lawler's now on the second rope on the inside. 
And drops the fist. What's he going for now? No, Raul's Pater over away from the ropes. One, two, power kick out by Ken Patera. Patera kicked out with ease and pressed. Oh no, he pressed Lawler on top of Calhoun. He then went to drop an elbow, but Lawler moved and Calhoun got the elbow. Kick to the gut by Lawler. Go for that pile driver, go for the pile driver, go for the pile driver. He's got him and it's it. Patera square on his head. On that big thick neck. Goes for the cover, but Calhoun is rolling around. Calhoun injured. Jimmy Hart now in. Oh, Jimmy Hart splash. Ken Patera. Jerry Lawler once again saw the oncoming offence. Lawler's now got his hands on Jimmy Hart and now rams Jimmy Hart head first. Top turn buckle. Ken Patera's up. No, Ken Patera's going to the outside for something. Ken Patera's got a chair. Ken Patera's got a chair. Oh, a chair at the back of the neck. Oh. Now smashes over his head, goes for the cover. Calhoun's up, Calhoun's at one, two, three. Your winner, a brand new international champion, Ken Patera. The man who brought it into the area in the first place after Ken Patera won that match and took the belt back from Jerry Lawler. A few minutes later, there was uh, another match that same night in which Jerry Lawler was doing double duty. He was back in the tag team match, teamed with the universal heartthrob, Austin Idol, to defend the World Tag Team Championship belts that they had just won uh, not uh, not too long ago from the Assassins. And here's what's happened in that one. So we're seeing footage again. Lawler still in the same outfit. Tim Riverston-Oidal to go against the Assassins. One, two. in the corner. Referee calls for the break. Assassin's pounding on Lawler. Assassin really working on the team. Calls for the knee. Is it? Double elbow. Keep. Austin Idol attacking the assassins now with a cane. He's got from some poor old, poor old person out of the crowd. Irish up there by Idol. Oh, cane to the assassin. Referee's doing nothing to stop this. Oh, cane to the uh, whatnots. Good lord, the assassin getting dragged around the ring by his uh, unmentionables. Big back boys up there by Lawler on the other assassin. This is a very clipped match as you'd expect. Oh, knee drop by Lawler. Austin Idol egging the crowd on. Lawler now punching away on the head of this uh, assassin. It's either uh, Don Bass or Roger Smith. Jay Lawler now second up on the inside. Big fist up halfway across the ring. Jay Lawler very happy with himself. Off the second rope again. Oh, and again, another second rope fist drop. Jay Lawler and a 
Third one. Lawler's having the time of his life here. Tags in Austin Idol. Austin Idol off the ropes. Drops an elbow. Austin Idol off the ropes. Drops an elbow. Austin Idol off the ropes. Drops an elbow. We were now clipped again. The assassins have got Lawler in the ring with the uh, oh, with the big with that metal bar post that is out on the outside to hold the rope around the ring. We're now clipped again, and we see the assassins you know, working over Austin Idol and Jerry Lawler in the middle of the ring. Each assassin has got their opponent in the middle, and Austin and Idol go headfirst into each other. Assassin off the rope, drops an elbow. Goes to the cover. Oh no, we've clipped now. Assassins. Oh, big splash. Second rope, big splash. We clip again, and we've got Irish ship now by the double, double back elbow by the Assassins. Double elbow drops on Lawler. Pick up Lawler. Irish whip him. Double back elbow again. Nope. Lawler says, fuck you, the strap is down. Lawler now taking stereo elbows. Double knocker knocker by the king. Tags in idle. Lawler and Idol now wailing away. Lawler and Idol now wailing away on the assassins. Lawler's got a sleeper on one assassin. Idol's got the figure four leg lock on another assassin. Jimmy Hart's in the. He's stopping Jerry Calhoun watching. Here comes Ken Patera. Ken Patera's in. Ken Patera's on the top row and drops an elbow on Idol. The assassin pins Idol. The assassin is pinning Idol. Jerry Calhoun, one, two, three. Ooh, winners, the assassins. Yeah, let's talk about the future. Let's don't dwell on the past. I've never been one to dwell on the past. I like to forgive and forget, mostly forget. I definitely want to forget what took place down there last week. I'm not going to talk about the officiating or lack of officiating. I'm not going to talk about uh, all the outside interference. That's all in the past. We're going to talk about the future. We're going to talk about what's going to take place because I feel real good about it. Now, before I do, before I finish my talking, I'm just going to let Austin Idol, we got a little piece of film from Austin Idol. I'm going to let him talk for a minute. But we just want to tell you about, as soon as that took place, you know, we had to deal with not only the assassins in one match, but Ken Patera, right? right? So we figure there's only two of us, Austin Idol and myself, against three of them, the assassins and Ken Patera. Well, we made a little phone call after that match was over. Let me just let Austin, listen to Austin Idol. This took place right after the match last week. This just is Randy Hills at the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee. Right after the match, one of the wildest matches I've ever seen between the assassins and Austin Idol and Jerry the King Lawler with Austin Idol in the dressing room. Austin, I know how you must feel after the loss of the World Tag Championship titles. You know how I must feel. What do you mean you know how I must feel? You don't know how it feels? I worked hard. I worked damn hard for what I had with Jerry Lawler. I don't mind bleeding. I don't mind sweating. I don't mind paying the price. 
Now, when we came in here, when I came in here, a lot of people didn't believe in us now. They said, Austin Adams is going to turn his back on the Lord. And I've done just the opposite. Anything that man is wanting to do, I've been right by him all along. And we worked hard, we bled, we sweat, we did whatever we had to do to do what we said we were going to do. And that was become the CWA World's Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. I've taken my share of licks in my day. I'm not moaning about that. I'm going to take a whole lot of more licks in my day. And I'm not going to moan about that either. And I don't mind taking my licks. I don't mind feeling a little pain. Sometimes, sometimes I even like to feel a little pain. But there's one thing I don't like. And there's one thing I will moan about. It's when I've got a man downbeaten. It's when the king has a man downbeaten. And some 260 pound creep, creep from Minneapolis comes in and drops a hammer across me. Now I've lost matches before. The king has lost matches before. There's not a man in the world. There's not a, a team in the world that can't be beaten on any given day. You can go to any NFL team, any manager, any coach, baseball, basketball, hockey makes no difference. All I'm saying is this. When I wrestle a team, I'm looking for a square deal. A square deal is not what we've gotten. But I'm telling you what we're going to get Monday night. And I don't care, man, if you hate my guts, if it just so happens, maybe you're starting to get on the idol's trip now. Or if you never like me, you ain't never going to like me. I don't care about that right now. Only thing I care about is getting some butt. It's getting some honey. And I'm talking about four people. I'm going to start with two mass goons called the Assassins. I'm going to talk about one big 260-pound strongest man in the world. A big he-man that comes off the rope on a man when he's laying flat on his back and not even looking. And last but not least, I'm talking about a scrawny little pencil neck, skinny little runt that's no bigger than my finger and that belongs underneath a gutter somewhere running in the sewers. Because you're nothing but a gutter rat, heart, you hear me? You're nothing but a sleazy, slimy, gutless, yellow belly gutter rat. And on Monday night, we're talking three on three. I'm talking King. I'm talking Austin Island. I'm talking about a man who I've already been on the phone to just a couple minutes ago. I just hung up. And somebody, oh, over a period of years, you learned to hate his filthy, stinking guts just like you hated mine. And then you turned around and you loved him just like you're starting to love the idol. That's right, I'm talking about JV, my man. I'm talking about Boogie Woogie Man. I'm talking about New York City. I'm talking about Jimmy Valiant. I'm talking about Jimmy Valiant, Austin Idol, and Jerry Lawler. Three as one. Monday night, something you ain't never seen in your life, something larger than life, something more violent than a hurricane, can twist it up like a tornado, something's going to tear the roof off this Mid-South Coliseum down, we're coming at you baby, you better get your I don't think that I need to add a whole lot to that except right now Hart and the assassins and Ken Patera. You better just get yourself ready for the fight of your life because I don't believe there's a team anywhere in the world that can stand up to the king, the idol, and handsome Jimmy Valiant. And we're going to be there Monday night, baby. Oh, what a team that should be. We're going to be back. More championship wrestling coming up. 8 o'clock and handsome Jimmy Valiant all teamed up. Tell you what, we've heard from Lawler. We have heard from Austin Idol. Right now, a few words 
from the boy from New York City himself. Woo, listen, listen, dancer, miffle, I love you all, baby. Woo, hey, long distance operator, give me a miffle zero C. Hey, I just got a collect call from Kingfish Lola and the Idol. They said that they're three dogs. They said that they're three dogs. I'm talking about you, assassin number one, assassin number two, and Kenny Patel, the world's strongest human being. Kingfish Lola and the Idol says they're three dogs that is out here. They need to be taught a lesson. You see these three dogs, they don't know when to quit chasing cars. Well, I said Kingfish Lola, Mr. Idol, I'm a boogie man. Handsome Jim that knows how to do that, brother. You see what I want to do, people? Brothers and sisters, listen at me now. You see what I'm going to do? I'm going to come in the Mid-South Coliseum and I'm going to hand me a bunch of these, uh, uh, these dog biscuits, you see. I'm going to have a bunch of these dog biscuits and I'm going to put them right in the middle of the ring. And I'm going to pile them high. And when these three dogs, when they come over and start sniffing and start licking on these bones, hey, Kingfish, hey, low, this is it. I know Kingfish and myself, we're going to kick their brains out. Oh, let you feel good, baby. Listen, when I call Star Jack is when I come in that Mid-South Coliseum. I'm going to kiss and hug every brother and sister there. And we're going to get down and do it right. And then I'm going to be a big party. Until I don't get to get party to see you tonight. And I got to let you get out of the fight. Cause I will dance you with the Mary Lou. She called Boogie Woogie to the rescue. Yeah, ball is going to climb on wall. Oak down, you believe. Let's go to pull that crap. Hey, it's double pack. I'm gonna go straight to Nashville. I'm gonna stay all night with Tammy Wynette and straight in the Mifo. Mifo, Monday night. You gonna see him soon? Jimmy! Happy Dirty! I don't wear together. Well, I guess you wasn't big and bad enough, were you, huh? <laughs> and now, th th this is great. And now they run off and use the phone. And now the promoter comes to us, Eddie Marlin. You know what he said? Eddie Marlin says, Jimmy, do y'all want a six-man tag team match? And we said, baby, we want any kind of match. And guess who it's going to be? Jerry the King Lawler, Austin Idol the heartthrob, or should I say the heart slob, <laughs> and the boogie-woogie man, Jimmy Valiant. Oh, handsome Jimmy Valiant. Well, let me tell you something, Jimmy Valiant and Austin Idol and Jerry the King Lawler. I've got a big red lump right on my head from this match tonight. And I've got maybe a fractured nose right here. Can you get a close-up of this right here? Look at the little swollen part of my nose. I'm going to the doctor when I get through. But you see, the assassins are still the CWA World Heavyweight Champion, and Ken Patera is the new International Heavyweight Champion, and we've got it all. Now, if you want it, come and get us, because I'll tell you why, baby. Yea, they are walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, the assassins and Ken Patera, the A-team of professional wrestling. I'm going to tell you, Jerry Lawler, I told you I was the rightful king of this International Championship belt. I put four... American gold medals up against it, baby, and they're still in the safe deposit box, and the belt is around my waist one more time, where it's always going to stay. Now, Boogie Woogie Man and the Heart 
heartthrob. Your mamas aren't even going to recognize you when we get through with you because the assassins and Kempatera, we're the true A-team. We're the hitmen. We're going to control everything. You know, Jimmy, baby, I told you all along, did you ever have any doubt, baby, that we wouldn't get that title back? No doubt. And the boogie-woogie man, does he scare us, Jimmy? Never, baby. You I looked out at the people Ooh. and you were smiling, laughing, saying, green hair, green hair, green hair. But my hair is still golden That's black, right, baby. And we're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. You're looking at the A-team of professional wrestling, baby. So if you want us, Valiant, Idol, and Lawler, come and get us because we're ready, baby. <laughs> Art the Assassins and Ken Patera. The Assassins will be in action here on Championship Wrestling. We'll be back with that daily basis for all of this. We're obligated to bring it to you. So here's the latest in the series of tips from Andy Kaufman. Hello, everybody. I'm Andy Kaufman uh, with this week's helpful hint, to People of the South. Before we begin, I'd just like to say, you know, I've been told by the manager of the TV station that they've been getting a lot of letters from you people concerning my helpful hints. A lot of you people are responding and you're writing me fan letters concerning my helpful hints. Uh, I just want to tell you that uh, there's no reason for you to write. Please don't write to me because I don't read your silly little letters anyway. You know, you know, most of your letters are unreadable. You don't know how to read and write. They're written in crayon. They're written in the second grade pencil. I mean, you know, they're completely illegible. And I'm not going to waste my time trying to read your stupid little letters. I'm here to teach you something. And I want you people to sit there, you watch the TV, and you listen to what I have to say, and you listen to what I have to teach you. And don't try and respond to me. I mean, you know, when the day comes, maybe one day in the future, it'll take a lot longer than this, but maybe one day I'll have the time and I'll be able to teach you people how to read and write. But then until that day comes, don't even try and attempt it because it's just very stupid and silly. And just listen to what I have to say, okay? Now, let's get on with this week's helpful hint. This is mouthwash. Repeat after me. Mouthwash. Not mouthwash. No, it's mouthwash. Okay, now you notice that there's not too much left in this bottle. That's because I use this many times a day and my breath just smells like a rose. But you people of the South, your breath just smells atrocious. You know, I, I, I've been, once in a while, I'll eat in a restaurant. You know, I have to eat in the restaurants a lot while I'm traveling. I travel through the South, I eat in restaurants, and a lot of you fans, you come up to me, you want to you wanna talk to me while I'm eating, you want to eat with me and all that. You sit down, I'll tell you, you know, the other day someone comes up to me and they go, Hi, Andy. And I'll tell you, I almost vomited. The breath was so foul-smelling, it was atrocious. I had to run into the men's room, and I almost lost my lunch. Really. You people should learn how to use the mouthwash. You open it up, pour it in your mouth, you go, uh, you gargle, swish it around, spit it out into the sink, and your mouth will smell 100% better. And maybe I'll even let you eat with me, or at least talk to me while I'm eating if you do that. I promise you. So, uh... See you again next week. We'll have another helpful hint for you. Thank you. All right, that's Andy Kaufman and uh, his opinions and all of that sort of thing. But uh, as I said, we had to bring it to you. I'm sorry about that. Tommy Rogers, the U.S. junior heavyweight champ, coming in here right now. Let's, uh, yeah, let's talk to him just a moment on the way to the ring. Tommy, welcome back. Uh, still holding the belt? Yeah, I'm still holding that belt. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much. You know, it's, uh, I've been to a lot of areas, and it's really nice to be here. The people have been great to me, and I'd really like to thank them, because I've been all over the world, and it seems like this area, you know, the people have just been really great to me. You know, I hear Andy Kaufman out here running his mouth. Well, I understand he's already got one button whipping. 
I think he's got another one coming. I think maybe he deserves it. Tommy, again, it's good to have you in the area here. You're right. Some of the finest fans anywhere around right here in this area. And, uh, right. Some glad of the beautiful have you swimming I've ever seen, too. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tommy. Tommy, on the way to the ring right now. This is going to be a non-title match. But uh, it's going to be in action right here. Whoa, wait a minute. Here comes, here comes Jimmy Hart and Jimmy Cornette. Jimmy, you know, the, the what, pink, wait a minute, wait a minute the, the Pink a minute. Panthers in the back, back there, let me tell you something, you know, and, and maybe Jimmy's right, you know, Jimmy came to me a while ago and he said, you know, Jimmy, why don't you give some of these guys maybe a second chance, maybe you're a little hard on Pat Hutchison and everything, well, evidently, Jimmy must see something in Pat Hutchison that I don't see, so Jimmy, he's all yours, you want a second chance, you got let, let me say one thing, I, uh, I know it looked bad a little while ago, you maybe I, it, may, well, I know, but Pat has come to me, he's talked to me, I've decided... I think he deserves another chance. Before, he was a victim of circumstance, but now he has assured me we're going to get something done right here. Right, Jimmy? Now, I promise you, I will show you something. Pat Hutchinson, don't embarrass me again, because I don't like to be embarrassed. Jimmy Hart doesn't like to be embarrassed. All right, let's go. Come on, we're going to do it. All right, Pat Hutchinson gets a second chance. They're, they're really doing him a favor. They put him in here against the champion for a single match. This is going to be a one-fall, ten-minute time limit, non-title match from Memphis, Tennessee, Pat Hutchinson. And from Tampa, Florida, 222 pounds, Tommy Rogers. Referee's Jerry Calhoun. This is not a title family. The ring only just clicked forward. We've got Tommy Rogers versus Pat Hutchinson here. Pat Hutchinson, black. Oh, no, Tommy Rogers wins. This match is over in five minutes, 31 seconds. Five minutes, Tommy Rogers wins. Tommy Rogers wearing a lovely green trunks, white boots. Tommy Rogers looking there. Fantastic here. No choke there. It was a sleeper hole. It's well known. It's been around for a long time. It's not a choke. He just put the you pressure on the for point. A long time ago as Lance Russell. Does that make you anything worth anything? Uh, it makes me know the difference in a choke hold and a sleeper hole when I see it. And that was a sleeper put on by Tommy Rogers, the U.S. Junior heavyweight champion, winning here over Pat Hutchinson in five minutes, 31 well, you seconds. You don't have to rub it in. Much to the disappointment of Jimmy Cornett. And Jimmy Hart, who now head back for the area. And it was, rather than helping Pat Hutchinson, Cornette goes over with an insult as Hutchinson makes his way out of the ring. Well, that's it. Tommy Rogers to win again the time on it. Five minutes, 31 seconds. We'll be back. Bruce Brothers will be here in tag team action. Coming up. someone who uh, was in the area a few weeks ago. He came in here, he won the TV title. I'm talking about Stan Hansen, and here's what he had to say. Everybody's gazing at the biggest, the nastiest back there is. And on that back is a skull. And what does that skull represent? It represents the bad man from Borger, Texas. Not some guy that's got a little hair going out here on the chin of his nose and rides around in a white horse. It's not some muscle man from down in Florida running around the beaches. It represents a guy that's worked all of his life hoeing. A guy that's hungry. A guy that wants to go to the top. A guy that wants to get in there, brother, and kick anybody out of the way. Whether in the teeth, below the belt, in the back, sneaking up behind them one-on-one, -on -one, and it don't matter, brother. Because I want to be successful. I've got the drive. And I'll do what I got to do to be the winner. Jerry Lawler, let me tell you something. You might be the king in Memphis, but get ready to get kicked out of that throne, brother. It's a long way down. And that little weird guy running around on the beach off the Nautil, 
You guys make me sick, muscle guys. Well, I go to the gym and train, and I do a lot of running, and I do a lot of hoeing cotton and picking cotton. I've done it all my life. And every time I wanted to quit, every time I wanted to quit, my daddy took a big old belt out and strapped me on the back and said, Hold it into the road, boy. Hold it into the road. Don't you ever quit. People in Memphis, y'all get ready because the TV champion's coming back and I'm just going to drive my time. Bring on all these little sissies. You want to see a man in Memphis for a change? Come see the bad man from Border, Texas. I'm the baddest one World champion. <laughs> you know, undoubtedly, this is the greatest day of my life. You know, Lotto stood out here last week and he said, you know, carrying all these trophies and belts, it's such a heavy load. Well, King, I thought Jimmy Hart would take it on himself to lighten that load just a little bit. And now, but you're right, it is a heavy load. Here, Jimmy, take this CWA World Championship trophy that the Assassins own. Take this international championship belt that Lawler used to own. You know, Lawler stands out here and he says, you know, I wish you'd make your mind up, King. First of all, it's Austin Idol and Jerry Lawler, the greatest team in the world. And now, all of a sudden, it's... Austin Idol, Jerry Lawler, and Jimmy Valiant are the greatest team. And make up your mind. Let me tell you the greatest team in the world is, baby. You're looking at them, the Assassins and Ken Patera. But, you know, see, there's one little thing. The manager of the year will be in their corner, 1983, Jimmy Hart. Right, Assassin? That's right. right. Let me tell you something, baby. Because you get out here and dance and you got that little wig tied around your head and you talk about dog biscuits, well, I've got something to tell you, Jack. Jimmy Hart has bought a flea collar and we're going to put it on you Monday night and we're going to take them dog biscuits you was talking about and we're going to shove them right where the sun don't shine, baby. And we're going to get you an express, and I mean explode express, baby, back to New York City where they're going to reject you after we finish tearing that hair right out of your head. Boogie woogie, baby. I'm going to put a diff in your hip. You'll never dance again if I got anything to do with Tell me, baby. You know, you know, and one other thing here, too. I don't want to leave out another couple little matches because all of our matches are important. Jimmy, your job Monday night, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be taking care of Buddy Landell and also I'll crush 5,000 of my money's up, baby. Absolutely. I've been taking very good care of the Nature Boy because he's one of my pet projects in the family. I gave him, as a matter of fact, Jimmy, I gave Nature Boy the day off today because he's the Mid-America champion. He needs to train, work out. I gave him the day off. Is that okay? Super, baby. Anything, Anything. you want to do. All right. Like I said, baby, Lotter, you valiant and idle better be ready because I assure you the first family will be. Come on, guys, let's show them what we can do, baby. Come on. Murder Incorporated, baby. Right, she's on the way to the ring. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was the 20th of August, 1983. Um, again, I do apologise for these um, matches. These, uh, there's not a lot of matches, but I have looked, and we are definitely covering the whole episode next week. The uh, 10th of September is going to be a whole episode. That's going to be good to get back into it. It's nice to see the promos. It's nice to see uh, angles um, and storylines sort of moving quickly, but it would be nice just to, to sit back and watch an hour of it and call the matches and everything like that. So hopefully... Uh, you are enjoying it as much as uh, I am. So, before we head down, let's have a quick look to see what's been happening around the rest of the wrestling world this week. On the 21st of August 1983, the annual NWA convention is held in Las Vegas, Nevada. On the 24th of August, the Philadelphia Arena, which hosted many WWF shows over the years, is destroyed by fire. 25th of August, Stampede Wrestling holds a show in Vancouver, British Columbia, in front of 9,000 people. Andre the Giant wins a battle royal. AWA World Champion Nick Bockwinkle defeats David Schultz by blood stoppage. The Dynamite Kid defeats Gamma Singh. Bret Hart defeats Mongolian Stomper via disqualification. The Cobra and Hiro Saito defeat Bruce Hart and David Boy Smith. Keith Hart defeats Scott Ferris. Jim Neidhart and Mr. Hito 
defeat Cuban Assassin and Cyclone Negro. Coconut Willie defeats Wolfman Kevin. <laughs> Whoever that was. Uh, also, uh, next day, 26th of August. Axel Jim Duggan defeats Ted DiBiase in a steel cage loser leaves town match in Houston, Texas. Also on the 26th, in St. Louis, Missouri, Hulk Hogan defeats Crusher Blackwell via countout. Dick the Bruiser battles Super Destroyer to a no contest. David Von Erich and Jerry Lawler defeat the Black Jacks. Barry Windham defeats Baron Von Arashki. Roger Kirby defeats Jerry Ho. Bob Orton Jr. defeats George Wells. Ron Ritchie and Mark Romero defeat Sheik Abdullah and Buck Robley. Also on the 26th, WWF holds a show in the Civic, Civic Arena in Pittsburgh, PA. 14,000 witness Bill Dixon pinning Jimmy Jackson. Johnny DeFazio defeats Tony Altamo. Salvatore Bellomo defeats Butcher Vachon. WWF Intercontinental Champion Don Morocco defeats Jimmy Snooker via countout. Rocky Johnson defeats Iron Mike Sharp. Ivan Putski defeats Ivan Koloff. And the main event is Andre the Giant defeating Big John Studd in a steel cage match with Swede Hansen as the guest referee. And then finally, on this day, on the 27th of August 1983, Madison Square Garden for the WWF holds Invader number 2 defeating Don Canoodle, Iron Mike Sharp defeating Swede Hansen, Chief J. Strongbow defeating Butcher for Sean, Ivan Koloff battling Salvatore Belomo to a time limit draw, Tiger Chung Lee defeating Tony Guerrilla. Andre the Giant, Rocky Johnson, Ivan Putski, and Tito Santana defeating Big John Sturt, Sergeant Slaughter, and the World Samoans, Sika and Samula. WF Intercontinental Champion Don Morocco defeats Jimmy Snooker by countout. And in a main event that would uh, probably. I could I could see it annoying people and I can see it not annoying people just because of the the result and the people. But WF champion Bob Backlund defeats George Steele in thirty nine seconds. Yes, thirty nine seconds in Madison Square Garden. Anywho, so without further ado, let's head back down to the commentation station and see what we've got in store on this episode of the twenty seventh of August, nineteen eighty three. Please enjoy. Everybody, Lance Russell and Dave Brown right along ringside, ready to go with another big week of championship wrestling. And boy, you don't know how good it is to be able to say that, I'll tell you, yes, David, after being gone for a while. I must say, welcome back. Uh, countless number of people have asked in recent weeks, when's Lance going to get back? I'm happy to say it's today. Finally. Boy, what a what a show we have today, too. Dennis mm. Condry teamed with Buddy Landell in the opening match. Mm. Then it's going to be Bobby Eaton teamed with Terry Taylor in tag team action, too. That's not all. We'll have the Moon Dogs in here. The Assassins will also be here. And six-man tag team match for expiration of time today. We are going to have on one side of the ring Jerry Lawler, Austin Idol, and Jeff Van Camp will be their partner. Could be an interesting pairing. Well, i got to tell you, all the way down the line, it looks interesting. And uh, you bet your life that we'll have a little bit more, too, and that is in terms of some videotape. I just want to take this opportunity to thank David, who had to pick up all the slack here and all, and of course Randy Hales down at the Coliseum, who handled ring work and all that sort of thing. I do want to thank all of you for the cards and the calls, and I'm sorry that I haven't gotten back to all of you, and I probably won't, but believe me, sincerely, I do many, I mean it, I appreciate it, and uh, I'm glad to be back. We better get it going. Be back in just a moment. to go and we're going to have action in the ring here in just a moment but as usual Jimmy Hart's been active 
comes wearing the belt with the newest member of the first family and some other friends, Jimmy Hawk. Well, you know what? This was the greatest day of my life. Man, somebody told me you had died, Russell. It's like you barely slipped the Undertaker out of here. Look at this, man. We look at him. He's still wearing the suit. I love it. Still wearing the suit. I get just... away and look at here. Hey, Jimmy oh, come on. Hey, you know what? This is the great. You know, I guess you've been reading about everything that's been happening to the oh, family. You know, yeah. we've got all the belts now and all the trophies. The load is so heavy to carry out here week after week. But you know what we're happy about? You know, I told everybody that Jimmy Cornette's been on a fact-finding mission. He's been flying all over the United States trying to bring in some of the best talent the first family can possibly get in here, right? And tell them who you discovered in Florida, baby. You know, I was in that airplane, and I looked down out through the window, and who did I see laying on the beach down there in Florida? But lover boy, Dennis Condry, one of the greatest members of the first family ever, with all those beautiful girls laying around and soaking up the sun, and I said, this man has to come back to Jimmy Hart. Yeah, Dennis needs no introduction to the wrestling Russell. A lot of guys come out here, and they yaller, and they shout, and they do this, and they do that. Well, I don't have to holler and shout to get attention, brother. I got attention when I walk through that dressing room door. I got attention out here. I got attention in TV land. I got attention in the dressing room. Everybody's watching us, the first family, the greatest family in professional wrestling, the greatest managers alive today, the greatest partner there is to be had. And let me just say this, Lance Russell, everybody is great. Everybody loves to see me back, but one person. You know who that is? Who is that? You. Because you know I'm going to be beating up on your good so-called friends, right, Lance yeah, Russell? Yeah, well, you're out. exactly right, brother. I am going to be beating up on them, ain't it, Jimmy? You're going right, to have the opportunity boy. to find now, out, Dennis. You know, let me just say something right here. Sure, this is the greatest day of our life, even though you are back, and we do have all the championship belts and trophies. But, you know, there's a very special match coming up this week with Coco Ware. But, you know, let me just say this right now. In our Talking office, Jimmy... That's right, but am I right, Jimmy, or am I right? Listen, every day in our office, we get in our secretaries, they say... We've got hundreds of thousands of phone calls and letters coming in wanting to know all about Buddy Landell. They're saying, you know, how much does he weigh? What's his favorite color? What's his phone number? Well, it's nobody's business but the first family's. Now, Buddy's he swore to me this week. He, you know, he sat down and he said, look, we've got a shot with Coco Ware, right? Eddie Marlin signed the match. We said, sure, we'll take it for one reason, because I want to unmask Coco Ware. Not only do we want to keep this Mid-America belt, which there's no doubt in my mind Buddy Landell will be, because he is the greatest professional athlete in the world today, but we want to unmask him. We want to humiliate you, Coco Ware, once and for all, because this man is the future in professional wrestling. He swore to me that we will definitely get the job done. Am I right, Buddy? That's right. Well, what is this around my waist right here, brother? the Mid-America belt. So there's no doubt in your mind the people's mind out there what happened Monday night. I defeated Coco Ware in the middle. One, two, three, right? There's no doubt in your mind, right? Oh, I'll just put it this way. You still got the belt. Hey, he's not going to listen to you. Let's don't waste our time. Let's go to the ring and show you exactly what we're going to do to these two punks right now. Come on, Jimbo. Oh, it's a minute. It's been a month since I laid eyes on your eagle beak, and it hadn't been long enough. Let me tell you, Jimmy, the feeling is absolutely That's one thing that certainly hasn't improved. Cornette is back again. All right, David. This is going to be a one-fall, 10-minute time limit match. Introducing at a total weight of 431 pounds from Houston, Texas, Tom Pritchard. And from Memphis, Tennessee, Jim Jameson. Going against him at a total of 466 pounds. From South Carolina, Dennis Condry. And from Florida, Buddy Landell. Their managers, Jim Cornette and Jimmy Hart in their corner. One fall, 10-minute time limit. Jerry Calhoun, the referee. So we've got tag team action here. We've got Tom Richard and Jim Jameson going up against 
Buddy Landhelm, Dennis Country. Dennis Country back here, we haven't seen him since he was here with David Schultz in 80, I think, 81, 80. Something like that, but uh, Buddy Landell, Mid America champions here in the ring with former TV champion Tom Pritchard. Tom Pritchard, blue trunks, white boots. Buddy is wearing black trunks, black boots. So they look by Tom Pritchard, push off by Buddy Landell. Buddy Landell hit. Tom Pritchard evaded the back elbow and gets hit now with a drop kick. Standard drop kick again by Pritchard. Enziguri by Dr. Tom. Holy moly. Buddy Landell. Over to Dennis for the tag. Dennis, green trunks, yellow boots. Full house here again. The end of August 1983. Men, women, black, white, you name it, they are here to enjoy their wrestling each and every week. Tom Pritchard now in there with uh, Dennis Country. Dennis Country. Oh, taken down by an arm. Oh, lovely wrestling there by Tom Pritchard. Drops the leg across the arm. Right hand takes down Dennis. Full arm dragon twist tagging to Jim Jameson. Black trunks, white boots. Jameson now comes in and continues over the arm. Drop toe hold by Dennis though. Escapes. Goes over the top. Lover boy Dennis here. Rolling over to uh, Jim Jameson. Amateur styley. Jameson now trapped. Dennis has now got him over in a half Nelson goes for the boat. Tags in Buddy. Buddy Landell in now. Nature boy Buddy Landell. Near the gut of Jim Jameson. Back elbow to the head. Jim Cornette wearing a lovely green suit here. Green jacket. It's really a very similar colour combination to Dennis Condry. Oh, stomped by Dennis off the ropes while Buddy held the arms of Jim Jameson. Gut wrench, suplex by Dennis. Picks up Jameson. Picks him up for a regular suplex. Oh no, slingshot. Tags in Buddy. Buddy in. Buddy picks up Jameson. Picks him up. Picks him up, Gorilla Press. And drops him over the top rope. Holy moly, Jim Jameson taking a beating here. Take back into Dennis. Oh, kick by Dennis. Over to the top of the head. Jameson goes down. Not sure where Dennis has been, I'd imagine probably maybe southeastern Florida around that area, I'd imagine. Tag it a buddy. Oh, over at the top of the head. Jameson down again and in trouble. But he now with a gut wrench. Suplex again. Landell up, tags in Dennis. And it's just kicking Jim Jameson around the ring. Jim Jameson trying to get that tag. Dennis is sort of holding him, but I don't think he's going to allow it to get the tag. Nope. Just kicks him. Dennis picks him up. Oh, thrust to the throat. Tags in Budrow. Dennis standing on the leg of uh, Jim Jameson so he can't escape. Clobber and shot to the top of the head by Budrow. 
Snap Mare off the ropes. Oh, drops a uh, knee across the chest. And again. Oh, and again, knee across the chest. Tag back into Dennis. Oh, lovely close on there by Condry. Knee across the chest. One, two, a three. Your winners, Buddy Landell, Dennis Condry. Three minutes, 57 seconds of time on it, and wow, what a tag team that is, Landell and Condry. A couple of sizable gentlemen, and they did a number on Jameson. A three, what was three fifty-seven? Boy, and he had to have been in there three minutes and 35 seconds yep. out of the entire time. Condry and Landell really did a number on Jim Jameson. As uh, Hart's first family comes out victorious, you might take the uh, robe if you'd care to also. Sue in a situation where 357 finds the victory going to the team of Landell. And Dennis Condry coming out here. Man, you're looking good too, and I know you're going to be uh, coming up this week looking for that Mid-America title, and I think uh, we talked a little while ago, as you may have heard, to Hart and Landell and all of them, they forget the fact you had that Mid-America title and had it for a pretty good while too. Yeah, I did have it. I had it for six months, and, uh, and I didn't think I would keep it that long, but I held it for a long, long time. You know, you know, I'm sure that everybody heard Jimmy Hart out here a while ago, Buddy Landell. You know, Buddy, you beat me last week. I agree. You know, due to the fact Jimmy Hart told him a change and everything, he beat me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I heard Buddy Landell said he wanted to take my mask yeah, off. Yeah, Hart said he's the know, man that's going to do it. And he wanted to keep the belt, too. And, right. And, right. I, I'm, you know, being a, being a champion, Lance, you have got to concentrate on one thing, and that's keeping that belt. And Buddy Landell, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm really worried about him because it's going to be pretty hard for him to concentrate on my mask and concentrate on that belt. <laughs> well, you don't think he can handle both those things at one so. time, huh? But you know what? I'm going to like the burden, you know, being a nice guy that I am. I'm going to like the burden a little bit. I'm going to do Buddy Landell a big favor. I'm going to take the old stagger off for a while. Ah! Uh... Well, blow me sideways. Staggerly takes the mask off, and it's, uh, it happens to be Coco Ware. Only thing Buddy Landell's gonna have to worry about is that keeping that Middle America belt because I'm coming after it. That's all it is to it, man. I believe he's made up his mind. Coco Ware! Pull it off. Good luck to you out there, partner. Got a man. Staggerly is no more. Pulling the mask off. Okay. All right. No. All right, baby. Now, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Hey, I'm not hey. going to do anything. Yeah, but tell you what. That's Coco Ware. You can tell by the split in his big teeth, and you can tell by the split in his head that I'm putting in there. Come here. That's Coco Ware. Now, what are you going to do about it, baby? I'll prove my point. Eddie Martin. Oh, Eddie Martin. Hold it. Go back. Go get Eddie Martin in the corner. Get Eddie Martin. Eddie Martin, come out here. Don't wake Eddie Martin in there. He's back there sleeping. You don't have to worry about pulling any masks off. At least he's taking care of that. I just proved my point I've been trying to prove out here for six months, baby. Come here. Come here, Eddie. Come on. 
on, Eddie. Come here. All right. Okay. Now, were you asleep in the back confusion, or did you see the monitor? I see. You saw the monitor. Okay. Now, first of all, I want y'all to hold me a copy of this tape up there because a lot of things are going on around here I don't like. Now, that was Coco Ware. Am I right or am I wrong? That was right. All right, say it a little bit louder. Yeah, it was. All right, he said he was right, right? Okay. Now, what are you going to do about it? You remember the stipulation? The stipulation was when we started fighting this jerk was if we beat him, he'd have to leave the city. Period, comma, question mark. And then he came back under a mask, and you know it, I know it, the people know it. And you stood out here and you said, well, Jimmy, if you can take the mask off, with it and prove who he is, then he'll leave town, right? Well, the mask just came off, so now you stand by your word, baby. He leaves the city. Evidently, Jimmy, you don't keep up with time. Because Coco Ware's time was up 30 days ago. He's what? been wearing that mask for the last 30 days just because he wanted to. He is legally... Jimmy, did you understand You that? are crazy, man. You are out of your mind. Let me tell you something, baby. You know what? You, you, this is the last time you're messing around over the family. I am sick and tired of you. You know, you, all of you, you play favorites to everybody, Eddie Muller. You have special referees. They have any type match they want. You want to do anything you Don't want to do. Buddy, get him. Come on, Dad. No, I'm tired of being ripped off. The family is tired of this. He'll put his hand on anybody he wants to put his hand on. You ain't going to do nothing about it right now. We've got a shocking match here between Buddy Landell and uh, Eddie Marlin, but here comes Kogu Ware defending Eddie Marlin. Eddie Marlin not afraid to uh, give someone a licking, that's for sure. That's the kind of guy right there that needs some kind of action taken against him coming out here and pulling that stuff with you, Eddie. Let me tell you something. He's legally, he can legally wrestle his Coco Ware, and I can legally take action against Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart, That's you right. listen to this. I could find you. I could suspend you right here. But you got a title match with Coco Ware. You're talking about your burdens heavy with all those weights. I'm going to referee that match. I'll referee for when he has it. And I'll see if I can lighten Jimmy Hart's burden. Special referee, Jimmy. Go think that one over for a little while. Hart and Landell and Jimmy Cornett. And Andy Marlin said the match, that Mid-America title match coming up this week with Landell, he'll just referee it himself. We got plenty of act. Boy, we really got it off and running today all day. We got a lot more to go, and we'll get to it in just a second. the bones that are the subject. That's great. You know, excuses, excuses, excuses. That's why I got Bobby Eaton out of the first family, because that's all he came back to me. Every time he'd lose a match, he'd come back with nothing but excuses. I don't like that, Bobby, and you know it. Now, first of all, he can't even find a partner. He's had everybody in the world. Now he's gone out and got Terry Taylor. Now, how bad can a guy by the name of Terry really be, Bobby? Well, I guess we're going to find out, aren't we, big man? Now, what we have here is, once again, a case against the first family. You have Eddie Marlin, all the promotion, all the referees against us. So, now, they went to Eddie and they said, Uncle Eddie, that's what they call him, Uncle Eddie. He said, can we have a big bone on top of that big six-foot-high pole? So they want the match. You got the match, baby. The Moon Dogs. But let me tell you one thing, Bobby Eaton and Terry Taylor. The Bones never beat y'all. The Moon Dogs beat y'all, just like it will be again this week. Come on, Moon Dogs. Come on, baby. I want to see if they can even get up the pole. Just All right, Jimmy. I hear you. I hear you. I'm getting up the pole. They'll be up the pole, baby. Yeah, we'll find out. At least the Bones will be up the pole. And Taylor. Rob Grayson and Art Baring. 
The Dawn Patrol. This is the tag team of Memphis Mornings in there. Good to have you right here. Thank you, Lance. Thank you very much. We got a big night coming out Monday night at Wrestling. This Monday night is what we're talking about. Right. It's going to be Rock 103 night, and Rock 103 has hundreds of tickets we're going to be giving away for it. What you need to get it is your Rock 103 rock card, which you can get many places in town. Call the radio station. We'll tell you exactly where to get them. And it's going to be a big night, a big card coming up. And we're looking forward oh, to it. Yeah, Wrestling's the hottest thing in town. And we're going to be doing some of the ring announcements for the uh, for the event too, Rob. Yeah, and I. that's right. As a matter of fact, uh, Art and Rob are going to be up there in the ring, and uh, they could be in the middle of some of that uh, tag action. It'll be taking place. Ooh, now, let me yeah. let me get the uh, information on the tickets again. Uh, okay. As, as to exactly how the folks can get them. Right. We'll be telling you Monday morning exactly where to go to okay. get your tickets, and all you'll need to get them is a Rock 103 Rock card. So just tune into the Dawn Patrol coming Monday. Monday morning, and right Rob and Art will tell you all about it and how to get those free tickets, right? That's just going to be a great, great night. Monday I'm looking night. for you guys down there now. I want to see you right there at the ringside. We're, we're going to see you up in there. Right there. We'll you be know, there. Right. And don't we're forget, there, we're there. Jimmy Hart has his wrestling report, which is not always accurate, but his heart's always <laughs> no, in the right place. No, no, no. Tuesday mornings on the Dawn Patrol with Rock 103. There's a man who puts it exactly the way it is when he <laughs> says not always accurate. Sometimes it comes very close to being totally inaccurate. Yeah. Appreciate you guys coming out. Thanks, Thanks for, for being out. We'll be looking to see you down there Monday night. Rock 103. There's one of the hot tag teams in the morning on the radio and Rock 103. you got to listen to them. Uh, Rob Grayson and Art Maring. And you'll have an opportunity Monday morning to find out how you can get your tickets free. Now, we want to take a look at the action coming up Monday down at the Coliseum. Here they come. The King and the Idol. And they're right out here to a fine reception from the crowd. I missed it last week, partner, but I am not going to miss it this week for anything in the world to see all you guys on one side of the ring. You've missed it for quite a few weeks, Lance. Yes, as a matter of fact, I have. Well, there. let me just say this. I'm glad to see your back, especially after seeing your front. No, I'm only kidding, Lance. Thank you. Thank no, it's you. good to have you back. You look you look great, man. I'm feeling great, and I, I, I just uh, have honestly I've been able to keep up on TV, but I have missed the big Monday night action down, and when I saw that you two guys were going to be joined by handsome Jimmy, I said, oh, man, the biggest thing that's ever happened, and I'm missing it. Look at this guy. Too okay. much, huh? He I can't help myself, Lance. I can't help myself. I know you can't help yourself either, King. You know, everywhere we go, it makes no difference. They're all writing in, and I know right now there's a lot of men out there that don't particularly like what's happening, but we can't help it. You know, when you're this good-looking, Lancer, when you're this pretty, believe me, it is not easy. It's a lonely job, but somebody's got to do it. A burden you have to bear. I understand that, Austin. Let me just say, you said that you missed last Monday night's action. Well, action, I guess... I don't know if action. Uh, I don't know if action's even a good enough word for it. Mayhem may cover it a little, uh, a little more. Devastation. You know, it's mm. it's been a long, long time since Handsome Jimmy had been back in Memphis, and it was so good to have him back as our partner. And uh, you know, they, the guy is completely uncontrollable. He is completely wild, and it was just fantastic. And we're going to do it again. I'll tell you what. You know the. Handsome Jimmy is so uncontrollable that the referee finally wound up stopping the match. He was disqualified. But this week, there'll be no stopping the match. There'll be no disqualification. He can throw in all the chairs. He can bang that referee's head into the ring post. He can do anything he wants to. And that match is just going to continue until we leave those uh, fat assassins laying right in the middle of that ring and stack Ken Patera on top of it. And before we finish... I think we have a few words from handsome Jimmy Valiant, if we could take a look at him. Oh, right. Boy from New York. Let's take a listen to it right now. 
good today, brothers and sisters. I love Memphis, Tennessee. I told you I'd be balling, squalling, climbing wall, whole time jubilee. And I tell nothing but the gospel, Jack. You know, I got in a big jam right there in Memphis, Tennessee. I got married. Yeah, after that match, I got married, daddy. And when I woke up next morning, she was ugly, 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 but she was tough, man. Yeah, she was tough, Jack. But I love it. I'm coming back one more week, brothers and sisters, because the boogeyman's not done. I said, handsome Jim is not done, daddy. I'm coming after the assassins. I'm coming after Kimber Town, the world's strongest human being. You know, I ain't too fair myself. Look at that. Woo! Missy, I love myself. I love Jerry Lawler, and I love Mr. Idol. He's pretty, ain't he, Jack? Damn straight, he's pretty, baby. I want to tell you something. The Kingfish Lawler and Mr. Idol and Boogie Woogie Man, we coming at you. Listen to me, assassins. Listen to me, Patera. We're going to do it one more time. If it takes, you're going to be in a pocket lot. If it takes, you're going to be in a balcony. We're going to do it all. No DQ. Now, I'm not talking about no Dairy Queen Jack. I'm talking about no disqualification. I want to see you there, baby. Woo, Messiah, Messiah. Big John, won't you marry me? When's the wedding gonna be? Making plans, shaking hands. I've been gone so long, and something gone wrong. <laughs> you know, you heard him say it I love it. Everybody else loves it, too. You heard him say, we can go anywhere in the building. Right. And we probably will go anywhere in the building. You talk about going anywhere. This man was so excited that when he left town, he hopped on the wrong airplane. Handsome Jimmy, instead of ending up in New York City back home, ended up in Denver, Colorado. He was so excited, and I'm going to be just excited. You know, there's a place here in Memphis, Tennessee, they call it Mud Island. Well, there's going to be a place right next door to it come Tuesday morning. It's going to be called Chump. That's right, C-H-U-M-P, Chump Island. We're going to take two assassins, Kent Patera, Jimmy Hart, pile them up all together on the banks of the Mississippi Dollar, and we're going to call it Trump Island. Uh, can't wait. See all that action together. Tough team, the assassins, joined by Patera. Hart will be out there, but going against an incredible team. Jerry Lawler, Austin Idol, and the boy from New York City. Good luck to you. I can though. hardly wait, Lance. All right. It's uh, There goes the Idol and the King, and it is uh, going to be some kind of session. When they get it all together Monday night, you'll be down there. We're going to see him in a ring in just a moment. Right now, time out for this. All three of those guys together. And here are the gentlemen that will be facing the unbelievable team of Lawler, Idol, and Valiant. You know, they stand out here, Lawler says, the assassins are fat. Overweight, out of shape. Well, maybe they might be a little plump, but baby, they're still winners, baby. They're still in the first family. You know, Austin Idol, he's great. Every week, it's the same thing. Everywhere I go, the people, you know what they say, Austin, go somewhere else because Memphis loves winners. And that's what they have with Jimmy Hart and the assassins in the first family. Winners. Now, I know what you're thinking. You said, well, Ken Patera's not here. Maybe he's laying in the hospital. Maybe he's hurt. Hey, he has a few bruises, baby, but he will be there live and in person Monday night along with this belt right here. It's going to be the greatest night of our life. Am I right, baby? Let me tell you something. Jimmy Hart, I appreciate you. I love you, brother. We're Christian athletes. We try to do what's right. Now, they brought this crazy man from New York City that likes to call these tears. Well, Jack, you're looking at Masters of Mayhem. And Monday night, if you want to get it on and you want to get it on right, you throw anything. You throw whatever you want, Jack. I'm going to take you to the top of that building and I'm going to throw your big butt down in the middle of that ring. And then I'm going to stand there and I'm going to ram that down in your throat. And I'll have to pull it up in the hand of your hand. Whatever it is, no stopping. Hey, what's going on? Hey, 
won't be no Stan Hansen, the TV champ, had some words. We've got him on tape. Let's take a look. <laughs> yeah, it's great being from Texas, man. When you walk all over the world, I fly all over the world. Why? Because I'm hungry, man, and I don't have a lot. But people pay me to come in someplace for a reason. And the reason is they want to see somebody like me, a man, a headhunter. Everybody knows by now about the lariat and how it can take people's heads off. How I broke Bruno San Martino's neck. How I put countless people in the hospital. Maybe it might be Jerry Lawler. Oh, God, I hope it is. Maybe it's going to be Austin Idol. I'd like to get that little sissified slob down on the beach. It doesn't matter where. He's not a man. I'd like to get the fabulous ones and take them down to the ground. The bad man from Borger, Texas is here for a reason. I'm here because I am the biggest, the baddest Texan of them all. No more imitations. We're talking about a big man that can kick a We're talking about a man that can get down and do it anywhere he wants to. I'm talking about a man that'll take you on straight. I'll take you on from behind. I'll take you on sideways. I'll take you on anywhere because I am the man. Jerry Lawler, you might be the king of Memphis. Austin Island, you might be the heart rock. Both y'all make me sick, boy. Where I come from, we take a little peach and we stick it in the gun. Because we get ready. We get ready for one thing. Not talking, not kissing the girls, not kissing them fat sloppy wives out there. I'm here for one reason, to beat somebody because I'm hungry and I'm on the way to the top. And nobody, I mean nobody, is going to stop me. Everybody get ready. The lariat is coming to Memphis, and it's the baddest thing y'all ever seen. At this point, Stan Hansen is in Japan. Today, on the 27th of August, he is teaming with Terry Gordy, and they are defeating Tenaru and the Mighty Inoue. They are part of the All Japan Pro Wrestling Super Power Series 83. They got to get it all together in one segment here and take a listen to it now. And they. No coffee, tape. There is no. Here comes the king out here. We got a note there saying no coffin, no coffin tape. Uh, uh, yes. Is this what you're looking for? Yeah, the uh, Andy was... Andy Kaufman interview. Yes. Right. Well, let me just say let me just say one quick thing about uh, Andy Kaufman. Now it's no secret to anybody that uh, Andy Kaufman doesn't like me, and I hate Andy Kaufman's stinking guts. But, you see, it really doesn't make any difference to me when Andy Kaufman comes out on television and he says uh, that he hates Jerry Lawler or what he wants to do to Jerry Lawler or what he, what he thinks of Jerry Lawler. That's fine when he's talking to me because, you see, I know that somewhere, sometime down the line, I'm going to have an opportunity to get my hands around that scrawny little neck of his and squeeze it until his eyeballs pop out. 
But what does make a difference, and what I don't think is exactly right, is when Andy Kaufman, sitting out in uh, California or Hollywood or wherever he sends these in from, when Andy Kaufman thinks that he can come on television and talk to the people who are sitting out there right now, talk to you people and to these people right here, and downgrade the South and downgrade the women and talk about the way the people live down here. You see, these people don't have an opportunity, and the people, you people that are watching right now, they don't ever have an opportunity to retaliate against Andy Kaufman. So what I told the director back there was, if you're going to show another Andy Kaufman tape, then me and Austin Idol aren't going to wrestle here today. Because I don't think that Andy Kaufman should have the opportunity to say the things that are on this tape and say the things that he said last week without the people here in the South having an opportunity to answer him back. So when I told the director that uh, we weren't going to wrestle on a, if he showed this tape, he, he figured, and I think rightly so, that the next match was a little bit more important than the Andy Kaufman interview, so we don't have to listen anymore to Andy Kaufman anymore. Now, if he's got something that he wants to say to me, that's fine, Andy Kaufman. Come on down to Memphis. Come on down to the South, because we're proud of the South, brother. We love it. And you can come on down here anytime you want to, because like I said, my hands are just waiting to get around that scrawny little neck of yours. And so, Andy Kaufman, here's what I think of your interview. <laughs> So much for a slightly used uh, Andy Kaufman tape. Well, that's what we were going to show anyhow, Dave. I'm all for that. All right. Now, that's the most pleasant way to handle an Andy Kaufman yeah, interview. to get uh, out there and bring the entire... Wait a minute. What if you get Lawler out right now? I've got the Prince of Darkness here. Ball. Oh, he's avoiding him. You know what? You don't have time for anything. I'll buy the time. The Prince of Darkness, we want that shot at that belt, Lawler. We've got all the belts, and we want the Southern Heavyweight belt. So why don't you get him out of here now? Come on. We don't the have the darkness time, is here. Boy, Oh, you don't right. have the time. We'll make the Prince time. Prince of Darkness, Come on, Lawler. Come on, come on, wonder. Oh. Come on, baby. We're going to take a break and be back in just a So, ladies and gentlemen, that was the 27th of August. So, before we head down to our final piece of action, let's just have a look to see what's been happening through the rest of this week. On the 28th of August, 1983, Junkyard Dog and Steve Williams defeated King Kong Bundy and Ted DiBiase in a Loser Leaves Town match in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, also on the 28th, Georgia Championship Wrestling held a show in the Omni, Atlanta GA. Bussoy defeated Dick Slater by disqualification. Pez Watley defeated Great Kabuki. The NWA World Tag Team Champions Jack and Jerry Briscoe defeated the Road Warriors in a Texas Tornado match. Tommy Rich defeated Bill Irwin in a handcuff match. Mr. Wrestling 2 and Larry Zabisco battled to a double disqualification. Bruno San Martino Jr. defeated Bob Roop. Paul Ellering defeated Bruno San Martino Jr. Mr. Wrestling defeated Joe Lightfoot. AWA held a show in St. Paul, Minnesota on the 28th. Baron Von Raschke defeated Chris Markoff. David Schultz defeated Buck Zumhoff. Jim Bronzel defeated Bill White. Ken Patera and Jerry Blackwell defeated Dino Bravo and Steve O. A old AWA world champion Nick Bockwinkle defeated Wahoo McDaniel. Mr. Saito lost to Hulk Hogan by disqualification. 29th of August, Memphis, Tennessee, 7,743 witness. The Jaguar defeating Bruce Brother number one. Spike Huber drawing Bruce Brother number two. Dennis Condry defeating 
Don Anderson. Tom Pritchard defeating the Prince of Darkness by disqualification. Coco Beware defeating Buddy Landell to win the Mid-America title. The Moondogs defeating Terry Taylor and Bobby Eaton in a bone-on-a-pole match. Jerry Lawler, Austin Idol and Jimmy Valiant defeated the Assassins and Ken Patera in a no-disqualification match. 31st of August 1983, WWF champion Bob Backlund appears in a Florida wrestling card in Miami, Florida, losing to Ron Bass on by disqualification. Also on the 31st, at the Irish McNeil's Boys Club in Shreveport, Louisiana, Mid-South Television taping, saw Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeating Ted DiBiossi in a no-disqualification, a loser-leaves-town match. On the same taping, uh, the Road Warriors debuted for the Mid-South, losing to Jim Duggan and Magnum TA by disqualification, and defeating Art Cruz and Rick Rude in another match. Also on the 31st, All Japan Pro Wrestling held a show in Tokyo, Japan. It's the Terry Funk Retirement Match. 12,000 people fill the sumo hall and they watch Shavo Guerrero pinning uh, Masanobu Fuchi Jumbo Saruda defeating Bruiser Brody by countout to win the NWA international title and the main event is Terry and Dory Funk Jr. defeating Terry Gordy and, Terry and Stan Hansen we are now into September can you remember the 21st day of September. On the 1st of September, Jacksonville, Florida, WF champion Bob Backlund defeats Kareem Mohammed. In Wichita Falls, on the 1st of September, Scott Casey defeats Tully Blanchard to retain the undisputed Southwest title. That is likely the last reference that this title has before it's being dropped. And then finally, on the 2nd of September, the Cobra defeats Bruce, Bruce Hart for the Stampede Commonwealth title in Calgary, Canada. Uh... In canon, tomorrow, the 4th of September, is the debut of the Jerry Lawler show. And tomorrow, in real life, is the uh, will be available the audio of the Jerry Lawler show from the 4th of September till the 9th of October. If you want to watch it, there will be a link in the description. But if you want to listen to the whole month's show, then you can. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's head down to the 3rd of September, 1983. Please enjoy. But they're a winner. We're going to slip right out here in front. Yes. I do know that you have requested you better believe it. come I, out. You better the, believe it. I've got Jimmy Cornette going to the back now to bring the whole first family out here. I want everybody out here. can kind of get everybody in line back over here if we can. Come on. Got them all, all the moon dogs, the grapplers, the assassins, you know, that's right. And you're probably wondering why I've called this meeting, and I'll tell you why I've called this meeting back here. Well, I'll tell you exactly the reason why. Tell him, Jimmy. Jimmy, we got everybody, baby? All right. Let me just say this. You know, it's not too often that people try to Try to uh, uh, trick Jimmy Hart in a way that Eddie Marlin did come through. I have to give the old man credit for that right now. You know, because the Lawlers and the Fabulous Ones and the Eddie Marlins, they stand up. They stay up 24 hours a day, seven days a week, trying to do anything they can 
to try to to try to trick Jimmy Hart and the first family. And you know, they said a lot of things last week, like they said that uh, you know, Jimmy Hart, you overlooked a little stipulation in one of your contracts. And maybe we did overlook that. But let me tell you something too, baby. I think they did an overlooking too, and I want to tell everybody about that very, very shortly. But what I want to say to all my men here in the first family right now is this. Dennis, come here, baby. I want to this is what I want to tell everybody right now. We're not going to tolerate any more losers in the family anymore. Does everybody understand that? We want nothing but winners because I have worked for four years long and hard to build the first family of professional wrestling. And like I said before, baby, when you snooze, you lose. And we don't want that no more, baby. The losers are gone. Is that understood from everybody? You could have had this pep talk anywhere. Well, this is not a pep talk. I'll tell you what I'm getting to right now, Russell. First of all, I'd like to, uh, to let you read something right now. Let you read a little letter here from the president of the oh, AWA, Mr. Mr. Stanley Blackburn. I know, and, and you know about what? it. I want you to read it because a lot of people out there so might say, I Jimmy Hart. I'm going to go over it with Eddie Marlin later right. in the program, Mike, Jimmy, so just never right. mind. Well, I Jimmy know Hart might play on words, you know. So I want you to read it right now. Will you? But, but wait a minute. Before you read it, hey, I want Eddie Marlin to come out here. Will you get Eddie Marlin to come out here? Well, we were going to go. No, wait, no, no, come on. Later. Go wait Eddie Marlin, Marlin to come out here right now. I want Eddie to come out here right now. And everybody lock the doors because I know he'll come. Sneak if out. Eddie is available, please, because I would like him to be present when you're saying all of the things that you're Come saying, on, Eddie. Come we'll on, here. We were going to do this a little bit later, Come but here, since yeah. he brought it, I know, I've Got heard your about it right. now. Well, that's right. He wants the whole thing. Uh, all right. Well, look, we'll be real quiet, and maybe the audience will, too. And I want you to read this, Russell. If you'd like for me to hold the microphone for you, I will. But I want you to read this it. to all the people right now. Okay. This uh, is, here, well, let me just give the entire letter. It's written to Eddie Marlin, dear Mr. Marlin. It has been brought to my attention by Mr. Jimmy Hart that several occurrences um, are not in keeping with the procedures, guidelines, and standards set by the American Wrestling Association that have taken place in your area and promotion. We recognize that you, Mr. Marlin, are a fine promoter, and that we are more than pleased with your association with the AWA in, uh, the, uh, in the instance. But at the same time, we must insist that the regulations of the American Wrestling Association be followed at all times. Any exceptions made with all promoters, and this is simply something that we must, uh, we cannot and will not do. The two points in questions are this. We cannot make the exceptions is the point that uh, Mr. Blackburn is making. The two points in question are this. First, your involvement as a referee in a bout between Coco Ware and Buddy Landell was at best, we feel, poor judgment on your part. And after... And after viewing your action as a referee of the match, we feel Mr. Hart is justified in demanding that he be allowed to co-referee the upcoming rematch. Furthermore, while we cannot demand it, we still feel it would be in the best interest of the AWA for you to withdraw as a co-referee and appoint someone in your place. Secondly, and certainly the most important, Mr. Hart has brought it to our attention that Jerry Lawler and the AWA Southern Heavyweight Champion has not defended that title in the past 30 days. As you know, Mr. Marlin, the AWA Champions must defend his title at least once every 30 days without fail or be stripped of his title. It is your responsibility as promoter in your area to ensure that these title defenses take place. This has not been the case there. 
and we have no choice but to order the AWA Southern title be taken away from Jerry Lawler and declared vacated. Furthermore, we insist that you hold an immediate tournament to determine a new champion. The tournament must include the past three champions and at least one top singles contender from your area to be chosen by the AWA. We trust you will comply with our decisions and we expect your cooperation in the future. Yours truly, Stanley Blackburn, president of the American Wrestling Association, and I know you're proud of your. Hey, I'm happy as I can be. First of all, Eddie, come on. Now, what have you got to say about that, Mr. Marlin? The only thing I can say, Jimmy, yeah. you, you won round one. I want one. people to hear this. That, that's if I hear it. That's I said right. you won round one. I got okay. a red hot Don't letter from Blackburn, and you got him down on my back because I did something. You're on the hot probably seat, right, big man? Why don't you tell that's it like right. it is? The okay. hot seat, baby. Right. The hot seat. Talk, okay, go you? ahead. Go ahead, Eddie. Talk. But I agree with Mr. Blackman. I shouldn't be refereeing, so I'm going to pull myself out as a referee of that match, but I will appoint someone else to take my place. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, we uh, okay. see in no, the spirit no. of it everything that uh, Mr. Blackburn has talked about, he's taking care of. Okay, now I want you to read right now for me. And while he stands here with me, I want you to read right here. Start right here, Russell, and read this little uh, excerpt. Furthermore, right we insist that you hold an immediate tournament to determine a new champion. That's, okay. That's All right, that's a new champion. Well, let me just say this right now, and, and that's for me to decide out of my men who I'd like to bring in. And I want to bring in a member right now, right back here, that is formerly one of the uh, Southern Heavyweight Champions, and, and he's a great contender, and his name is Dennis Condry. Come here, Dennis. Where's Dennis? Right here. Dennis Condry, baby. Now. Okay, don't worry about it. Now, now, Dennis, I know you heard me all or other. I'm, I'm so excited about this, I can't even hardly talk, man. I'm talking like you, Eddie. You know, I just want to say this. You heard what I said earlier, right? No losers in the first family at all. Am I right or wrong? So what are we going to do, baby? We're going to win. Let me tell you something, Lance Russell. I didn't come in here on no truckload of watermelons, baby. When I go somewhere, I have a reason for going there. What perfect timing on my part, huh? Second week in Memphis, Tennessee, and I'm in a tournament, baby. And that belt belongs to me, I can tell you right now. And people say, well, it's not yours. It don't have your name on it. It has Southern Heavyweight Champion. That's my name. Uh, well, let me say one other thing, Lance. The reason Gary Lawler hadn't defended that belt, he's been involved in matches with Austin Idol as his tag partner. He's been going after other belts. He's been busy. Now, Jerry Lawler will be in that tournament, as far as I'm concerned, and you'll have to agree, too, if you review his past record when he goes after a Southern Heavyweight title. I think Jerry Lawler will still be the Southern Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> Wait, I have to agree. I don't agree to anything. Coming out, but, but that's okay. All right, now, Russell, I want you to read just a little bit more. One more Jimmy, time out here. No. I have read it twice well, already. I know, but you do it so well. I want you to read it one more time. What is this other the little The tournament line must include the past three champions and at least one top singles contender from the area to be chosen by the AWA. All right. Well, let so me Dennis just say, Condry that's right, Dennis Condry. Right. But okay. I want to bring you. in somebody right now that, in my opinion, in my idea, that is probably the greatest Southern heavyweight champion that has ever lived in his life. And what does it say right here, baby? What does it say one it more says time? three past champions for crying All right, out. three past champions. But well, I want to bring in a past champion right now. People, eat your heart out. Come on in, baby. Billy Superstar Dundee. <laughs> Bill Dundee is back in town, baby. He's been gone about three months. I said he, I said he'd be back in 1983, and I was right. 
I saw his name on the results. Let me tell you something, Jerry Lawler. Eddie Marlin, you stood out here and you protected that guy for the last 10 years. You said he was out here. He was in tag matches. I'll tell you why he was in tag matches, Jerry Lawler. Because the last time you wrestled me, son, you had to take a week off. That's right, Daddy. It was the worst beating you ever took in your life. And you ended up with a belt and you run the superstar out of town. I've been flying around in airplanes, driving around in cars, and sitting home a lot, thinking about you, Lawler. And you know something, Jimmy Hart, I got my little calculator out, and I figure you cost me $50,000, Jack. Now, this is a one-night chance for me, son. It's a do or die. It's either win the belt or get back out of town. Well, Lawler, I'm gonna win the belt, son, because you don't have it no more. That's why you're hiding behind that big woman, Aston Idol. You don't have it no more, Lawler. You got the belt, but you don't have what it is to be a champion, brother. And Billy Superstar Dundee is gonna be in that tournament, and I hope it gets down to you and me, Lawler, because have you ever seen what $50,000 of your hide's gonna look like, Lawler? That's what you cost me, brother. And I'm gonna beat your brains out, punk, because I'm here to stay, Jack. Because when you win the belt, you're the Southern title holder, and that's what you gotta be to here to defend it. And I'm gonna win it, brother. Dennis, I wish you all the luck, son. But I gotta win it, son, because it's a do-or-die effort for me, Lance Russell. Woo! Winner, baby! You and improve the first family. Come on, gang, let's go. And if you don't straighten up, I may call Mr. Blackboard on you, too, baby. I'll tell you what, I wish you'd just get out of here, Bill is, according to Cage Match, um, he lost the Loser Leaves Town match on the... He lost his final Loser Leaves Town match on the 6th of June. He's then back here, uh, back for the 5th. And then he's here all the way to Boxing Day, 26th of 12th, 1983. He lose, loses another Loser Leaves Town match. And then he's off to Mid-South Wrestling for quite a while. When the Moondogs went against beautiful Bobby Eaton. And Coco Ware. Let's take a look. Still a long way away. So we see footage of the Moondogs. We're against Terry Taylor and Coco Ware. Oh, flying forearm there by Taylor. Pull over and get the tag. Oh, so Bobby Eaton. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby Eaton. Dave Terry Taylor I had, uh, had said oh, off the top rope comes Bobby and, uh, Bobby well, this is the uh, pole, bone pole, bone on a pole match Moondog trying to get up to the top of the uh, pole but Bobby and stops him now rams and head first into that pole Bobby and now trying to slam the Moondog from the second rope and oh does beautifully done there by Bobby ha <laughs> ha Bobby and Terry wearing um Matching red tights. Well, Bobby's wearing the tights. Terry's wearing well the trunks. Uh, yeah. The bar strip now. Like Taylor and Eaton. Oh, double fist drops down the Moondog. Oh, fist drop by Taylor. Hit the Moondog's busted open. Yep, Moondog is busted open. Oh, Bobby now and Terry just dropping fists on that blooded head of the Moondog. We clip now, Moondog's up to his feet. Oh. Punching each other in the head here. Moondog and Eaton. Irish up now, boy, Moondog. Oh, both men go head to head, head to head. We clip now. Both Eaton and Moondog trying to get a tag. Oh, Jimmy Hart behind the referee's back now, attacking Bobby Eaton. Referee sees, but they can't do anything because it's no this is, these matches have no disqualification. Moondog trying to climb. Oh, just, just, uh, the giant rebel coming to ringside now. 
Giant Rebel climbing on the apron. Giant Rebel now in the ring. He's now helping the Moon Dog up. Moon Dog's out for the top rope. Moon Dog now standing on uh, the Giant Rebel's shoulders, and he grabs the bone. He grabs the bone. Thanks to the Giant Rebel, the Moon Dogs now have the bone from the pole, and oh, Terry Tallis boned to the back. Referee now turns around. One, two, three. The winners, with a little assistance, the Moon Dogs. Abuse of the rules in there, as you see, um, the help of the giant rebel in the moon dogs. And, and, and you call that a win, Jimmy? You got, you got the giant rebel out there with these highly touted pawned If they can't take it, then get out of professional wrestling. This is no place for sissies, baby. We don't cry. You know what you have? You have former champions. You have eaten a former champion. Terry Tanner, former champion, and Tom Pritchard, former TV champion. But what you have, baby, is moon dog favorite spread in the whole country along with a giant rebel. What are you going to do to him, baby? I'm going to tear some heads off. You heard it, baby. We're ready. You boys better be ready. Woo! Okay, there they are. The moon dogs, a giant rebel. They're big enough, and they had a giant rebel. That is plenty of folks right there. We're going to take time out. Be back. Just a moment. One minute and 17 seconds. Now, I know you can't be so tired you're going to be sitting down, Steve, after 117. You guys really dominated the match. 117! Good to see Stay you back here. <laughs> good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you back, man. Hey. See you in a while. That's right, as a matter of fact. And, well, uh, I guess you know what we're out here to talk about. We're out here to talk about the Assassins. World titles. The world titles. I'll tell you, the Assassins have been running over everybody since they've been in here. They've been under Jimmy Hart's little wing, and every time they get in a tight spot, they get disqualified. Well, we're out to beat the Assassins, because that's the only belt we haven't taken since we've been here. And I'll tell everybody this. Stan Lane has been out for a while, but he's back 100%. If you, if you just saw in the ring what he can do, he's back 100%. And we're looking to beat the assassin. Yeah, Dave was just mentioning that you're coming back off that leg injury, Stan, and it's looking good. I feel great. Did you see the assassins? They look like two big fat bumblebees. I understand, I understand. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart's writing a new song for a brand new song for the bumblebees. It's called We Work Hard for the Honey. We work hard for the honey. Let me tell you something, guys. When the fabulous ones get through with you. You can pack that beehive up and buzz on out of here because we're here to stay and not to play. Stay Steve Kern, the fabulous one. Boy, and I'll tell you one thing for a living fact. A couple of dynamite wrestlers. I don't care whether it's assassins or who it is. They better look out when they get in there with those boys. We're going to take time out. Be back. Dave, we have got an expiration of time at you. won't stop. What is it? One. It's going to be Coco Ware and Tommy Rogers against the Grapplers. Whoa, the junior heavyweight champion. Coco Ware teaming together to go against the Grapplers, and we'll be back to it in a moment. Against the team. 
Tommy Rogers and Coco Ware. Yes, Jimmy, would you like to? Come on, stand on up here. Well, earn your money, man. Haven't you talked enough today? Couldn't we get it back in the ring and have a little action? We get thousands and thousands of records records and letters and everything a week. Everybody wants to talk to the grapplers, see what the grapplers do, everything, man. But I just want to tell you right now, you want them live on TV, baby, you've got them. The Southern Heavyweight Champions, the grapplers. Oh, thank you very much. You know, Lance, if I said it one time, I'll say it a thousand times. They got a name for you, brother. When you're the greatest tag team in the sport of professional wrestling today, they don't call you great wrestlers. They call you the grapplers, the Southern Tag Team Champions. And my man right here, Mr. Jimmy Harston, let all the family know. He's made us all aware. He's not going to stand for any losers, brother. No losers. You have to be a winner. Well, you're looking at winners right here, Mr. Jimmy Hart. Ever since we've been here, brother, we've run over all the competition. We took them and we chewed them up and we spit them out just like last week's garbage, brother. If you people want to get behind the winner, get behind yours truly, brother, the grapplers. Okay. And I want to put a war- one word of warning out to the fabulous ones or the Rock and Roll Express or any tag team that thinks they got a reputation for themselves. If they dreamed they were going to take these Southern tag team titles, they better wake up and apologize before they get hurt, brother, real, real bad. Because these titles are staying right where they belong, around the grappler's waist. Ain't that right, Jimbo? People, you're Southern heavyweight champions. Let's hear it for them. Okay, fine. They got some good opposition coming up. And if they'll get in the ring, maybe we'll get an opportunity to see something. Ooh, and here comes Landell. See footage of Buddy Landell versus Coco Ware. Let's have Coliseum. That puts uh, Ware on the deck. Eddie Marlin's referee. Landell dropping with a knee. Covers him up. One. Two. Very slow count there by Eddie Marlin. Buddy Landell. Buddy Landell. Wearing black trunks, white black boots. Take your hands off of him. He was jumping up and interceding for the referee. Not that Eddie Marlin needs any help kicks from Jimmy Hart. Cook out of the ring. Cook is back on the apron. Bill and Duplex is back in. Beautifully done there by Bud Rowe. Scary Taver. One. Two. Jesus Christ. Eddie Marlin. Putting the Bronco Lubitsch to shame here. Coco now. Firing up. Taking those punches from Budro. Coco now peppering Buddy with left and right. Irish whip. Abdominal stretch. Abdominal stretch. Eddie Marlin's there checking. Eddie Marlin is there checking. Oh! Buddy Randell just punched Eddie Marlin square in the face. Just skipped the hold. But he has not. We'll see if this is a disqualification. Last. Buddy Landell, I know what you want. You want to get disqualified. That's not going to happen tonight. Landell trying to choke him. Landell now choking Buddy. Coco uh, uh, now back in the ring. Marlin is not going to disqualify him. He's not disqualifying Buddy Landell. Because if Buddy Landell loses by disqualification, he still keeps to keep the title. Eddie Marlin pulling Landell off there. Oh, Landell shoves down Marlin. Jimmy Hart and Raven now not happy with what Marlin has done. He's not going to disqualify him. Eddie Marlin is telling him to wrestle. He's telling him to wrestle. He's not disqualifying him. 
system hollering and screaming. Bidjilan Dell setting up on the inside. Cooker's down. Bidjilan Dell on the second rope. No, top rope, top rope. Jimmy's telling him top rope, top rope, man. Oh, Eddie Marlon rolled Coker over the top. He now puts Coker on top of Eddie Marlon and. Ah, oh, it's a three count. Holy moly. This is some uh, fucking dodgy shit here. Eddie Marlon uh, getting involved in the action. Saw the situation. Yeah, that was the situation. That was ripped off. That's the little piece of film, baby, that got Eddie Marlin on the hot seat in the first place with Jimmy Hart and Mr. Blackburn. You know, that, that's great. See, what I mean, justice does pay off after all. I guess I'll agree to that, man. But now, I'm still going to be the referee, right, baby? I'm still going to referee, and I've got my official referee. You will be right a co-referee. <laughs> we'll co-referee means that there's going to be two referees. Eddie has already said that he's going to withdraw himself from it, that he will be appointing somebody to be in there as a co-referee, co-referee. But you saw exactly what happened. The people over there saw exactly what happened. I mean, there was no way Coco Ware could beat Buddy Landell with it. Oh, good, Eddie. Everybody's seen what happened, so I'm going to pull myself out. I'm not going to be the referee. <laughs> You're going to be a co-referee. That's right. But I've assigned Bobby Eaton to take my place. Oh, well, you're out of your mind. Do that to me. He has the authority. Hey, you better believe he can do it. Eddie Marlin has just announced that he has assigned uh, Bobby Eaton as the co-referee. Oh, that he's Bobby Eaton and that he's not even a licensed referee, man. He is. He, he will have it. The referees will be Bobby Eaton and Jimmy Hart. Okay. What? Okay. We heard it. Hey, nobody can beat me one-on-one, right, one, baby. We'll find out. You've heard it. Bobby Eaton, Jimmy Hart, the co-referees in that match. We're ready for more action. Let's go to the ring, David. Bert has sure. got more things up that guy's sleeve. I don't care where I go here, people talking about that. Out fishing uh, at North Lake. It's back open again. The thing was closed down. They built a new bridge, and then way back in the middle, guys out there... I want to talk to you about that Jimmy Hart. Uh, man, don't talk to me about him. I've heard about him all I want to hear and see a little bit more of it with a Stanley Blackburn's uh, situation. He goes to Blackburn crying. Okay, let me talk to you about something coming up Monday night down at the Mid-South Coliseum. It is going to really be... Mandel, who is a holder of not only that, but a holder of the Mid-America title, too, uh, will be involved with it. Dennis Condry and uh, superstar Bill Dundee will well, you know, be back. First of all, apparently, what Jimmy Hart has told the truth one time in his life. He says that he stays up 24 hours a day working that little pea brain of his to the bone, trying to think of all of these schemes and all of these little plots, and he's come up with a few in his day, but I think that this tops them all. Now, for the fact that Bill Dundee, to be able to come back here after losing a loser-leave town match, First of all, that's ridiculous. Okay. Now, please, let's try to keep it down and be civilized about this thing. Dundee and Condry out here. Yeah, Jeff, thank you. Please. All right. Now, let's keep it civilized. Don't fight. You hit it high and let now you're hiding behind this goofy Texan that ain't even a Texan. All right. Let me tell you something, Mantell. I hope it gets down to you and me, Lolo, because I got a score to settle with you, brother. You wouldn't believe. You think this man sat up nights thinking about you? I have sat up nights thinking about you, brother, and all the money that you cost me, and that lousy referee's what beat me, Lolo, not you, and you don't have it no more, brother. That's why you're in tag matches. You don't have it no more, Lolo.
Let me tell you something, Dundee. I hope it starts off with me and you because I got a score to settle with you too. And you may not ever get the Jerry Lawler, you might not get the Dennis Condry. If we start off, I'm going to take care of you. Now, Condry, I don't know if you guys are friends, but you better not form too much of a friendship here. Because me and Lawler, we're not going to form a friendship. Now, Hart, I don't like the way you operate, and I don't like you, but I'm going to say one thing. This is a plus for me. This is a plus for me, because now I'm back in the championship picture, Hart. And there's no friends when I climb and ring. Dundee, whether it's you, whether it's you, Condry, whether it's you, Jerry, I'm going after that belt. Don't ever count me out. I might be down, but I'm never out of it, Jack. Let me tell you something, Dutch Mantel. I've wrestled each and every man standing out here. I've wrestled Dundee, I've wrestled you, and I've wrestled Lawler. Each and every man standing out here is tough, and I'm tough or I wouldn't be standing out here, Lance Russell. Let me just say this, brother. I'm not going to say I'm going to beat you, Bill. I'm not going to say I'm going to beat you, and I'm not going to say I'm going to beat you. But i tell you one thing, if I don't, brother, you're going to know you've been in one hell of a fight. I guarantee you that. I don't think there's anybody doubting your credentials behind it. Yeah, here we go. That's right. You know, I had hoped. Well, let him talk, will you please? It's really, I don't, I, I can see that it's really not worth wasting the breath on you. I had hoped, Dundee, that wherever you went, and you said you were traveling all around the country and sitting at home a lot. I had hoped that you would sit down and do some serious thinking. I had hoped that you would take a good, long, hard look at yourself and think back a little bit about all of these people who supported you around here for eight years and made you what you were. But I see that you didn't think a bit about that. You're right where you left off, Dundee. So I'm going to do the same thing I did to you when you left off. I'm going to beat you right in the middle of that ring, and I'm going to show you that your way and Hart's way is not the right way, and you'll always be losers, brother. I got one little thing to say to you, King. I got something in my corner I didn't have the last time, and it's this guy right here, and we'll oh, see how great. bad you are. <laughs> that's marvelous. Oh, that thrills me when I hear it. Jimmy Hart will be in Bill Dundee's corner. That we don't need. You know why it's going to have to be Bill Dundee? Because I got more to lose than everybody, son. It's a do or die effort, and I'm going to do That's it. That's right. Because I'm back, Jack. The first family, baby, bigger and stronger than ever. Okay. Well, however, you better believe it is going to be some whale of a night of action starting at 7.30. No increase in price and price. Don't miss a single bit of it, Monday Night Coliseum. We'll be back with you in a second. You know, I hope Ken Patera can think back in that little pea brain of his and think back what happened last Monday night. How good did Ken Patera look? Let's think about it real quick now. He claims he's the strongest wrestler, not only today, but that has ever lived. Well, that very well may be. But he didn't look so strong in the Mid-South Coliseum. At least not in my eyes, he didn't. As a matter of fact, I can remember very clearly, crystal clearly, I saw big, strong, 260 pounds Ken Patera laying on the mat. I saw Ken Patera going flying through the ropes. I saw Ken Patera being slammed into a table. I saw Ken Patera being rammed into a steel post. And a lot of those times, it was in my hands. But last but not least, and oh so vividly, I can remember when I took a belt off my skinny little, puny little Doberman Pinscher, oh so gorgeous waistline, and took it, and I wailed on that big creep. I wailed on that big trump. 
And I looked down at him and I saw his eyes. And you know, it's kind of funny. He didn't look like the international heavyweight champion. Oh, no. He didn't look like the champion that I was when I wanted, when I beat Terry fucking the Sumo Palace in Japan on a sold-out crowd. He didn't look like the international heavyweight champion that Jerry Lawler looked like when he beat me for it. But we ain't talking about the past. We're talking about the future, Jack. We're talking about Monday night. We're talking about an international heavyweight title that belongs right around here, Dollar. And I want you to remember one thing. If you remember one thing and only one thing, only Patera, only one Caesar in Rome, one Caesar in wrestling, Dollar. And you're looking at him right now. And there's one thing I'm going to introduce to you Monday night, Jack. It's something we call around here the Las Vegas leg lock. Remember it. Las Vegas leg lock, Monday night, Dollar. I'm going to clap it on you, Jack. And there ain't nothing going to make me break it Monday night. Well, you heard from the Universal Heartthrob, and standing right next to me is the man that all of the attention was directed to, the world's strongest wrestler, Ken Patera, who's got that international belt in his hand. That's right. There's a lot of people that would love to beat Ken Patera and become the international champion. I'm going to tell you something, Austin Idol. You're talking about some kind of a Las Vegas leg lock. Well, so camera can uh, scan down on these thighs, you're looking at thighs that have squatted over a thousand pounds and military press overhead over 500 pounds baby my arms are bigger than most people's legs and those are the legs that have you that you have crippled well i'm going to tell you something austin Idol. i'm going to send you back to las vegas in a wheelchair and you're going to be playing those nickel one-armed bandits because you're not going to be able to afford the two-bit ones because as far as i'm concerned you're not a worthy opponent you haven't beaten anybody buddy you ought to get down the bottom of the ladder and work your way up and right. beat somebody. <laughs> Prove it. Prove to me that you're a worthy opponent. And until then, I'm a fool to even get in the ring with you because I'm going to beat you and hurt you so bad that I'm going to have you on your hands and legs, on your hands and knees, begging. Please, Mr. Patera, please, Mr. Patera, don't beat on my watermelon head anymore because you're nothing but a redneck flunky. And that's why you belong down here. And after I beat you and destroy you, I'm going to go up north again, baby, with the international title. I'm going to go to Paris, France, Munich, Germany, Tokyo, Japan, everywhere, and, uh, and defeat and defend this against worthy opponents. People like you and Lawler and that boogie-woogie New York man, you're not worthy opponents. And I'm sick and tired of getting in the ring with people like you. Ken Patera, the international heavyweight champion, will be in there against the uh, universal heartthrob. There is no doubt about it. Las that Vegas bigger than Austin Idol's leg, baby. <laughs> There's no doubt that Idol very seldom gets into the ring with anybody who is bigger than he is or that is more beautifully built, but this Patera is some kind of big. Let's get to the ring. We're going to take a look at a couple of guys that uh, got something else going for them. Stan and Steve. So, folk, that is it. We have just watched the 20th of August to the 3rd of September 1983 Memphis Wrestling. Next week, we will be back to, uh, for the next at least the next three weeks, we'll be back to our weekly schedule of watching one show a week. So we'll have to see some more matches, we'll have to see some more promos and all that kind of stuff, so that'll be something to look forward to. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at MemphisCast. Don't forget to subscribe either here on the Place to Be Wrestling Network or on any good podcast supply. Simply search Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. The, uh, if, if you can as well, please leave a review. Um, the support that you give is very much appreciated. Um, 
don't forget to listen to this weekend uh, over on the Monday Night Project. We are covering WrestleMania 10 coming up tomorrow. You can listen to the pay-per-view audio for free. And then on Monday, we're covering three matches. Also tomorrow will be the audio of the Jerry Lawler show come to you. You can also watch that on YouTube. The link will be in the description. So once again, we've got another busy weekend here in the, the old bakery studios. So thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Thank you very much for your support, wherever you may be. I am the Lord of the Dance, said he. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell, Dave Brown and Jerry Jarrett. Once again, this podcast has been dedicated to Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. And until next time... Adjah!